Hey friend, today we are talking about how to rewire your brain. If shame, guilt, and other beliefs float around in your head constantly, they're going to keep you in bondage. You'll never feel good in your body until you change your beliefs. Once you change your beliefs, you'll open yourself to fully receive God's love, self-love, and true health. Today, I'm joined by Betsy Crony, host of the podcast, Ignite Your Soul. She's here to challenge your beliefs and help you rewire your brain. Betsy is a certified neuroscience life coach and a self-professed brain geek. (laughs) Her passion and expertise is in helping Christian women learn how to master their mindset, take their thoughts captive, manage their emotions, and rewire their brains to work for them instead of against them so they can create the success and desire in all areas of their life without overwhelm, procrastination, and self-sabotage. So this episode is straight fire. Let's go. Mama with Littles, I know you want your energy back, but overwhelm creeps in, turns you into an anxious wreck, causes you to skip meals and rebound with stress eating, then ultimately dilutes your confidence. Ugh. It's pretty obvious that you want to and should lose some weight, but you're embarrassed of the fact that you can juggle all the things, raise kids, homeschool, or kill it at work, but you can't get your health in check. I know how much this is weighing on you and how hard it is to make your health a priority. Let me introduce myself. I'm Kristen Noriega, registered dietitian, nutritionist, mom of four, and host of a top 3% globally ranked podcast. I've helped hundreds of moms just like you. The plan for season four of this podcast is to imagine that you are a beautiful houseplant. You're going to be walked through the steps to number one, root your health deeper in Christ. Number two, care and tend for yourself in completely new ways. And number three, create habits to thrive and flourish. Skip the steps in this plan and you'll spend the most precious years of motherhood like a very neglected houseplant struggling and unable to blossom. Follow these steps laid out here and you're looking at renewed energy, greater confidence, weight loss, and a thriving life that glorifies God. All right, mama, with all the littles coming out of your ears, reheat your coffee. It's time to thrive. As we dive into this episode, I want to encourage you to open up the notes phone notes app on your phone or grab a piece of paper and I want you to write down the thoughts that are coming up. Betsy's going to share her story and she uses words that sting. She uses words that hurt and I know it's going to hit you and it's going to hit you hard and I want you to write down what you're thinking. How does this relate to your story? What do you, what's different between your story and hers? What is coming up for you? All right, let's get started with part one. Betsy is just this amazing woman. She has made me cry. She has made me dig into some uncomfortable things from my past. We work together on rewiring my brain, and I'm so excited to bring Betsy here today. So Betsy, can you tell us a little bit about who you are? Well, thank you, Kristen. That's a very sweet introduction. Um, First of all, I want to thank you for having me here. Um, just really excited to speak to your audience and just kind of um, let them know that they're probably not alone in what they're going through because um, I'm 
<laughs> I'm that person that's probably been through everything. Um, I started with a sugar addiction when I was two. Um, I was adopted at birth and I had a lot of emotional issues and a lot of stuff and um, started with sugar that led to food and drugs and alcohol and caffeine and um, just food for most of the time. My, I was always, I was an athlete growing up and I was bigger than everybody else. I wasn't fat at all. I was just very athletic. I was very muscular, but I was bullied in elementary school, which led to eating a lot of um, candy and junk and sugar and trying to get that, you know, that dopamine, that, that serotonin rush, something that would make me feel better, that would feed my emotions. So I learned at a young age to stuff my emotions with sugar, with food, with junk. And um, I started dieting, gosh, in high school ninth grade, I guess. Um, always felt like I was the one that needed to lose weight, that everybody else was thinner than me. And I, you know, wanted to look like them. And, and so I started that diet roller coaster from a very young age. Um, I got married when I was 22. I gained probably 50 pounds in my first year of marriage, just, um, went overboard, just, um, and from then on, I started that roller coaster where I tried probably every diet on the market. And I was so angry with myself and I had so much shame and so much guilt and um, just all of the things. And I, I was binge eating. Like I would, I never purged. I was never, never a purger because I, I, I can't throw up. That's just not one of those things that I do very well. Right. <laughs> so, but I'm good at, I'm good at binging. Um, and so I would get in these scenarios where I would just eat and eat and eat and eat and eat. I would go like ride my bike up to KFC when my husband didn't know. And I would just buy like nuggets and I would eat the whole thing of them. Cause I didn't want him to see me or I would buy a pound bag of M&Ms and it would be gone in like 10 minutes you know, and then I felt miserable after I ate it. And then I would, of course, beat myself up. And this loathing, self-loathing process just um, escalated. And then I would be angry at myself and then I would eat more food and then I would be angry at myself and I would eat more food. And my mother was one of those ones that um, she would look at me like I could see that look in her eyes I don't know, like, I'm not gonna say loathing because it wasn't loathing, but I could tell that she just wasn't happy, you know, with my weight. So I, I got to where I couldn't even really be around her much anymore. And she was always talking about, oh, you should lose weight or what diet are you going to do? Or can I pay for you to go do whatever? So I would do all these programs that she would, you know, lead me to do. I was, I even did a fasting at a hospital one time where I didn't eat anything, but these milkshakes that they had me, um, eat and nothing, nothing ever worked because as soon as I, it was like, while I was on this diet, all I was thinking about was all the food that I was going to eat as soon as I got off of it. So it was, there was never any habit changing or any pattern changing. It was all, you know, oh, I'm going to lose this weight. And then I'm going to go right back to where I was eating before, which, you know, back then I didn't understand the brain and I didn't understand why things happened the way that they did. So of course I would lose some weight. I go back to eating the exact same weight and, and then 
I would gain it all back. And I got to the point where I was, um, I lost weight and I was, I was 90 pounds overweight. I was, I was 235 pounds when, when my second daughter was born, which is about 95 pounds heavier than where I am right now. Um, I was miserable. I hated myself. Um, I felt disgusted every time I saw pictures of myself. And so I started, uh, I started working out. I started, um, working out and trying to eat right and just started ditching all of the, the programs. And I would lose, you know, like 20 pounds at a time. And then I would maintain, and then I would lose, you know, another 20 pounds and I would maintain. And I got down to where I had about 15 pounds left to go, but it was a struggle. It was like, it was so hard for me to stay there and not gain it and, you know, whatever. But so I just, I started this, um, this one program where I was eating about 500 calories a day. It was food, but it was only about 500 calories. And I was beating myself up in the gym. I was like working out with heavy weights and I was doing hit workouts and I was doing like twice a day. And I was, I was exhausted and I was so stressed out from this cycle of, you know, losing and gaining and burning out and stress and hating myself and, you know, just the, the whole thing that, um, I actually ended up in stage three adrenal fatigue where I couldn't get out of bed. My thyroid was whacked. My hormones were gone. You know, it was just the whole, um, the whole cycle. And finally, you know, I said, I, I can't do this anymore. And so I waved the white flag and I said, Lord, I, I need help. You know, I, I can't do this. And I opened myself up to um, just receiving love because I, I, I never felt lovable. I never felt worthy. I never felt good enough. I had shame and guilt and all of the things. And, and so for me, food was comfort in any way that I could find it, and especially sugar. And um, so when I opened myself up to allow the Lord to love me and allow myself to finally start loving me, and I realized that um, I just didn't want to do it anymore. I was, I was tired of the hamster wheel. I was tired of, of caring about what I looked like. I was tired of caring about what people thought that I looked like. I was tired of, of the game. I was tired of the hamster wheel. And I just, I, I didn't want to do it anymore. And so I got on a quest to get healthy. And so I started learning about nutrition instead of diets. I just wanted to feel good. My, my mission was to feel good, was to eat healthy food, was to learn how to eat, to live instead of eating to kill myself. Because I felt like that's, I, I was almost like committing like a slow suicide with, with the way that I was eating and the things that I was doing. And I was like, God, do I hate myself that much? You know, that I really have to abuse myself like this. And, um, it wasn't until I, I started facing the demons, the things that were going on inside of me and understanding why I did what I did, understanding what my emotions were, understanding the, the belief system that I had, the things that were going on inside of me um, and learning how to process my emotions instead of stuffing my emotions and eating my emotions um, and learning how to rewire my beliefs and, and all of those things um, so that I could live and just 
be healthy and start taking supplements and, you know, learning about my hormones and learning about, um, you know, all of the things, because at this point my adrenals were shot, which they've never really, I mean, they're better, you know, but they, they never really fully get a hundred percent against once, once you get down to where I was before. Plus I've got, you know, thyroid that has been in Hashimoto's right now. I'm not, um, Hashimoto's, but I, I'm been hyperthyroid for hypothyroid for, I don't know, 10, 15 years, I want to say. So, you know, I live with kind of low energy and I live with that kind of stuff. So my mission today is to eat to live. I work out 30 minutes a day. That's it. And I work out every other day. I walk every other day. I work out. Um, I work out pretty hard, but it's 30 minutes and that's it. And I'm done and I don't care. And, you know, I could probably lose five pounds or six or 10 or whatever. And, you know, maybe a little belly pooch. And, you know, I don't, I don't care anymore because it's not about, it's not about what I look like anymore. It's about what I feel like. And it's about, um, I'm okay. Just, just the way I am without having to, you know, look like a supermodel or whatever. Right. Right. So, oh my goodness, Betty, that's a really powerful story. And I think that that's going to resonate with so many women, especially the, the really heavy descriptions you use. I hated myself. I, I like, I, that stood out to me so much because I think that we've all said that and we have all been there. And a lot of it is for you trying a diet and quote, failing, not fitting into the certain size, not hitting the certain number on the scale, trying to lose weight too fast after having our babies. Like it is, we have these huge emotion. And that is why, that is why I wanted you to come because you have mastered those. And I have been listening to Betsy's podcast here, guys. Her podcast is called Ignite Her Soul, right, Betsy? Yes. Ignite her soul. And you got to go check it out. You have to go check it out. But she's going to, she talks about taking your thoughts captive, like those negative thoughts, those big, big, big thoughts that take up so much space and so much time and so much effort. And Betsy is, she can teach you how to take those and grab those and change them. And it's this amazing thing. And wow. Betsy likes to call it rewire your brain, or maybe, maybe you don't. Maybe that's just something we've all started saying on the back end of this. <laughs> but what does that actually look like? Like you, it sounds like you're in this whole new place of peace. How do we do this? How does someone do that? Well, first of all, you know, I, I think the biggest problem that we have as women is society has us, um, you know, looking at all these pictures of all these women that are airbrushed and all yeah. the things that, that we have to compare ourselves to. So we are automatically deciding in advance that we're never going to be good enough. We're never going to, you know, look like them. And we try so hard to, to live up to this false facade of all of the stuff that's, that's, that the world is showing us right now, instead of just, um, understanding that everything comes from love. Everything can be changed 
when we learn how to receive God's love and in turn love ourselves so that we can love other people. And until we receive God's love, we have zero opportunity of loving ourselves. And the problem is, um, and I'm, I think I recently did a podcast or I think it's maybe coming out on Thursday, um, how your belief system can actually hinder your walk with the Lord. Um, because if you are having a belief system that, you know, God's mad at you or God's out to get you, or you've messed up and you've got all this shame and all this guilt and all these things that you are actually stuffing with food because of belief systems that you have, um, it's going to stop you from being happy, from being healthy, from being whole, because you don't believe that you deserve it. We as, as humans have three needs to be loved, to be worthy and to be safe. And if any of those needs aren't met, we're trying to fill them with some exterior circumstance or, or item, should I say, and most, for most of it, it's, it's food, it's wine, it's, you know, sweets, it's M&Ms, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many pounds of M&Ms I ate, but it's, we're, we're using that to fill a void. And what we need to understand is we need to understand that we have a a belief system. And for most women, it's, I'm not worthy. I'm not worthy of love. I'm not worthy of being healthy. I'm not worthy of whatever, you know, we put everything else first. We put, yeah, um, our husband, our kids, our dogs, even, you know, I mean, I, I know people that take better care of their dogs than they do themselves because they don't believe that they're worth it. Everything else comes first. And I say, that is so, so wrong because if you don't care, take care of yourself at some point, you're going to get to the point where you can't take care of anybody. And that's where I was. And then when you get to that point, then there's more shame. There's more guilt. There's more condemnation because how could I let myself get here? How could I get to this point? But until we go inside and we understand what's going on in there, we understand why we do the things that we do. And we sit down with ourselves and, and, you know, I, I think for your listeners, probably one of the, the best things for them to do is to say, you know, to sit down and write their weight loss goal, to sit down with a piece of paper and write what their weight loss goal is, because in, you know, 0.2 seconds, their brain is going to offer them all of the reasons why they can't do it. You know, I've never been able to have a successful diet. I'm I'm, I'm fat. I'm unworthy. I'll, you know, never look like whatever. And, and all of these things will start coming out. And what those are, are those are beliefs. That's the negative program. That's the automated negative programming that they have going on in their subconscious mind. And the problem is that our subconscious mind runs 90% of our day. Oh, we're going to stop there with that cliffhanger. If your subconscious mind is running 90% of your day, Oh, shoot. <laughs> we better rewire what our brain thinks 90% of the day. So join me on Thursday for the rest of this episode. And Betsy's going to walk you through more of this, more of how to rewire your brain and how to win every single day. All right. Catch you Thursday. Before you go, I'm going to challenge you to share this episode with a friend or any episode that has been super meaningful for you. Imagine if you shared it with a friend and she shared it with a friend 
and then we've changed the narrative of our generation and that of our children. Women who love their bodies and are treating them well. That is what you can do by sharing this episode. So you can click the little arrow button or take a screenshot and text it to your friends. It's going to have crazy, crazy impact. Are you with me? I hope so. Thanks for listening.